wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the topic of marriage, uh, specifically uh, if it's becoming an, an outdated idea or concept. Um, I think that I've been seeing a lot of conversation happening, um, especially with our generation, around um, you know seeing marriage sort of as a stop in, in people's lives. So I just want to do like a little bit of a poll, first of all. How many people here definitely want to get married? Does it count if I'm already yeah. married? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come here. Did you want to get married? Yeah, yeah okay, everyone yeah. wanted to get married. Right, yeah. so let's, let's I, I don't know how to answer. So let's do a show of hands. Uh, who wants, who definitely wants to get married? So one, two, Ooh. three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Okay, uh, who, who has like no feelings towards marriage? It's just kind of... Strongly against it? Yeah. Not strongly against it, just like neutral. And neutral. Oh, I don't want to get married at all. <laughs> you can double vote. <laughs> okay, um, I guess who doesn't want to get married? Alright. That's a tech <laughs> Um No, but I think it's interesting because um, obviously, like, I, I feel like it's just there's been a shift in in how people view marriage. First of all, with our generation, and this is born out of like just studies and, and research that's being done. But people want to get married later in life. Um, I don't know like what the average age. I would say like average age here is about twenty four, twenty five. Maybe twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. Like and 30s. yeah. Um, and when people even want to get married. Sorry. Like, yeah. Like when people want to get like married. The average, uh, average 27, 27? Yes. Right. and the average male is about 31. Okay. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. okay. I've read it, and this was a few years ago, and please don't quote me on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's different now, too, because it used to be like 22, mm-hmm. 23, even. Mm-hmm. So, what do we think are like some of the reasons why, I don't know, people are just much more careful about marriage? Do you feel like this is just versus North America? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, thanks. So, yes, North America. North America. Uh, I'd actually even think, at least in Africa as well, that's how the trends mostly are. So, women between 24 until like 27, others are considered to you know, be late. For men, it's mostly early 30s going up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I always said. So, Africa is much later, you're saying? It's earlier. Or Africa is still earlier. For Africa, it's like approximately like assuming for the body finish like their masters around yeah. 23, 24. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then for men, sometimes between 27, early 30s. Okay. But also that will be like in a city. Yeah, yeah. 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 Gotta, like, we gotta differentiate because no, like, in the villages yeah. or even even more rural, you still got things like child marriage happening. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then even like in some villages there's it's still like that's how you get your value as a woman mm-hmm. is to be married mm-hmm. as much as we may not agree with that yeah. that's still happening so i think that like definitely in the cities yeah that's still yeah, like once you've got your degree or whatever that's oh, what happened yeah. with my cousins and stuff so <laughs> seems reasonable to me yeah but, but that's an interesting <laughs> point too <laughs> no that, that's an interesting point too because that mentality that you were just describing like sort of um you know be people who like see marriage in the village and stuff like that um, I feel like it was even there were there were some parallels even in North America like people were kind of viewing marriage as a natural progression and they weren't as hesitant I would say to get into it but now there's a sense of wait I want to I want to do X Y Z before I even think about mm-hmm. marriage because you know maybe I want to get my degree mm-hmm. I want to have stability in my career I want to have X amount of safe money saved up yeah. so like my question sort of is why. Why, where does this mentality come from in the sense of you can't do those things while you're married? Like, wh- where does that come from? Well, like, okay. Go ahead. Okay, um, I would say from, like, a society point of view, um, being, like, all of us right here, we're privileged to, to be here in Canada, so I would say um, people will get married later on because, you know, back home, you know, there's nothing really we can do in terms of like helping our family in terms of like going to school you have to pay for it if you don't have school fees you can't you know but here we have the opportunity of getting loans and then you know paying it off afterwards so i think that mentality is like okay let me just like invest my time in myself you know build my career 
find my king, find my queen, whatever, will come forth and then we'll build that empire. You know, it's an investment. As opposed to back home, it's like you need the money now in order for you to invest in your future. Like, you know, so it's kind of back home. Um, do we think also like education has played into it, especially for, for women? Um, not saying that it's a bad thing, yeah. but just, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, just so we're clear, like, I, yeah. I'm not against women's education, I'm not, but, but, um, but someone said, someone said earlier that, um, like, in, in more sort of, um, non-Western societies where women's education is not as accessible, um, the value or sort of the ability of women to advance in society was tied to is tied to being able to get married. Yeah. So would you would you say that here now that you know a lot more women are educated um, and are you know able to get into the workforce that that has affected the trends and well like I would say take it even a step back. Okay. Because when we look if we're talking in the Western world when we look at marriage we need to understand that the way women have been able to live now is quite recent, right? Like, yeah. you look at the women's suffrage movement, which, by the way, wasn't actually open to black women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. <laughs> Sorry, not about that feminism, unless it includes all women. So, yeah. um, but if we're looking at that, before sort of the women's suffrage movement and all of that, a woman did not have the right to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. A woman, if she was working, was working while she was single. So like, say a woman was a teacher, she was working while she was single and then had to give it up once she got married. You couldn't be a wife and get and have a job at the same time. Those weren't things. Yeah. Money that you had wasn't always your own. Yeah. Um, the like owning property, all of those things weren't as open to women, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole workforce wasn't open to women, right? Mm-hmm. And then we look into even the 50s and we see what spots at universities were open to women? How many women were doctors? How many women were lawyers? Those, those sorts of things. How many women were being higher educated? Even in the places where women were getting higher education, like if we look at the states in women's colleges, they would do that and then get married. And then they would maybe not use their education. All of these things. And I'm generalizing. Yeah. But now we have this time where women have access to kind of have access to the whole of society. Realistically, there are still some power struggles in that, and we know privilege still exists, but uh, women have access to the whole of society, but we still have this idea that if you're married and a woman, to some extent, we still think that it'll hold you back as a woman because you have to give those things up to raise a family, to do all of these things. And so we haven't quite moved on, I think, from the mentality that a woman can be married and move forward in life. Yeah. So I think that's where we're going to see that struggle now that we, as women in our day and age, have the ability to go to school, get a master's, get a PhD, um, do that postdoc, do all of these things, or choose not to go to school, go into the arts, go uh, be an actress, do all of these different things. Then it's like, okay, can I be married and do those things? Yeah. Well, yeah, and that's, that's really, really interesting to me to hear because like I have like straight up examples right in front of me like my mom like all my aunts like my grandmother all of them are professionals who also have raised multiple children and also like have a husband so like uh, for me growing up like there was no doubt in my mind that you know a woman could um, be educated be a professional and like raise a family because um, and also, like, I, I grew up with, like, good uh, male role models in my life as well, so they also took part in, like, raising the kids and, like, cooking, like, doing the stuff that's, like, you know, traditionally speaking, you know, like, women's roles or, like, whatever that was back in the day, so, um, so, like, when I, when I recently started hearing stuff about, like, women feel pressure to pick one or the other, that was crazy to me, because I know for an absolute fa- fact that a woman can successfully do both, so, you know. Yeah, and I, I don't, I'll agree with that as well, because growing up as well, I was surrounded with a lot of professional women, from my mother to her mother, and I was able to see how they were able to balance being married and having children, and so with looking at that, I was able to say, okay, that's something that I could achieve too. I think what's changing in our society is that we're starting to see, first of all, we have way more access to information than we ever did. Yeah. So that's now, we're absorbing all this information
conversation and asking ourselves, okay, what do I want to do with this? Like, how do I want to live my life with all of this? Am I ready to settle down right now? So I think that it's going down even to the individual yeah. itself and trying to decipher, okay, when is the best time for me? And it just so happens that because of that, the average of marriages is now, you know, moving further along. But I feel like it's there's probably going to be a switch eventually again. Like, I think there's this cycle that keeps going on. In the beginning, it was more like, okay, women were aspiring to that marriage. And now that we're more educated, it's like, okay, we're trying to balance that and be like, okay, but when's the best time to get married? And then eventually it's going to get to that point again where everyone's like, okay, but I can get married and achieve all these things as well at the same time. Like, it shouldn't technically stop me. But right now we're just... I think we're in a, in a season of trying to figure that out, like how it fits in our lives. So would you, because just to go back to um, to this point as well, I think that your case is, is kind of an exception. Wow. Um, because I, I also kind of had that, that case as well. Like growing up, um, my mother was able to get her PhD and everything, and raise three kids at the same time. Um, and she works and my dad works too. Um, but I, I think I maybe like the ladies on the panel can attest to, it's like, would you think that there's more pressure still on you to get married, more so than maybe your male peers? Do you feel that way? My grandma! Yeah. 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 marginalized in different ways, whether from income or due to race, I think, it seems, like, it seems to me like those groups of people would have to work harder. Oh, there's not an option for just one person, to yeah. speak, right? So when you think about, like, you know, if I think of a group of, uh, like, I think about, um, yeah, like, I don't know, just think about a marginalized group who doesn't have access to as many funds, like, you have to work. Like, the, the person is probably going to get married and then also work. It's not an option of what yeah. they're going to do one of those things. And I think, like, even think about my mom, so my mom is white, my dad is black, and my mom always raised my sister and I to, like, it was just assumed that, like, oh, you should make sure you have your own hustle, she would always say, because you never know what happened. What if they pass away? What if they got divorced? Like, you never know. So she basically raised us to, like, be boss, boss mindset. And so it was honestly only, like, I think it was three or four years ago where I realized, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I could just marry rich. Like, I never, I never, <laughs> So, okay, okay, so we, I think we focused a lot on sort of like the socioeconomic aspect, like, you know, just in terms of um, strictly like dollars and cents side of marriage, but I want, I want to talk a little bit about like um, the relationship side of it, like building your, your, building your, your ability to get married. So um, how many people here agree with the idea of, of dating to marry? Dating to Wait, can you define the term? Yeah. So, so I would, I would, oh, I didn't understand. Okay, I'll, I'll this. So, so dating to marry, I would say, is, um, you know, obviously we live in a time now where dating is very easy. You can, you can find someone, you can all go on tonight and find someone to date, like, mm-hmm. like uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the whole idea behind that is, um, instead of sort of being more random with, with the, Dating the people you date, it's it's sort of being intentional and having the mentality of you know I'm I'm looking to see if there are certain qualities in in this man or this woman um, to to which would make them a good life partner for me. Mm-hmm. You know? So just not dating to date. So just not dating to date. Just dating to yeah yeah. Just having that intention. Like who who believes in that? I think yeah. Isn't that wouldn't you guys? But like by definition, dating 
it's like, I don't know, the purpose of dating is what you said in terms of finding someone who you are compatible, who, who you find, who you would, you would be able to make that decision to spend the rest of your life. But I feel like nowadays, as you mentioned, Tinder, dating is the new, like, hooking up, like, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, they're just meeting, they're just seeing how things go, and then they're just going to move on, not intentionally thinking about, okay. But I mean, I think it's just because things are much more accessible now. So like, it's like, you don't have to just be with one person. I think people just think, oh, if I want this, I can find someone for this. Mm -hmm. If I need that, I can find somebody for that. And then so this whole idea of marriage has now become like, oh, I'm going to be tied down to one person for the rest of my life. I don't want that life. They they, want to keep kind of just changing. Because it's super easy now. Like, you're like, oh, even if you got married, a lot of people think divorce is such a simple thing as well. They're like, oh, it's okay. I can just divorce them if I don't like them. Like, nobody's really taking marriage seriously and it's it's almost becoming like a joke like that's how I'm looking at it and I I still I still want to get married I still believe in it but at the same time it's hard for me to when you see on the news you see a lot of celebrities are divorcing or like people you know are divorcing and it's like is there such thing as like a like a healthy marriage that lasts that's interesting something I do want to say is that I, I'm really really interested to see in 10 15 20 years what society will look like after this t- after t- the tinder era no genuinely like I want to see what sort of effect it's had on relationships and on um, really the family structure um, I'm not saying there is one perfect family structure but there and I can't quote anything right now off the top of my head but I know that there have been studies done on what a healthy sort of family looks like what a person needs sort of to thrive mm-hmm. as they're growing up a kid needs to thrive I would like to see what it does to our society yeah because and that's an interesting thought too because um like we were talking a little bit before about kind of the steps you take before you get married mm-hmm. and one thing that like we have talked about is counseling like counseling is a big part of you know getting married and I I, 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 I thought that was really interesting because like marriage is, is a lot of work you know and I because I, I heard I was like oh counseling like, <laughs> yeah yeah but, but it's a lot it's a lot of work and even with all the steps that people have taken and, and you know even in the pre-Tinder era, we still have half of half of marriages yeah. end up in divorce. Like that's a huge step. Like here's the friends, it's not a small thing. Like that's a lot of marriages, right? And so I don't I don't know. Like I'm I'm trying to imagine what society. I don't even know if it'll make an, it'll have an effect. I would I would argue that um, a lot of people in our society are, are coming to an understanding of that that marriage is work and it is like it's not just this you know like you know like lovey-dovey thing that just works because you're in love like it's something that you have to actually do mm-hmm. and and so that's why I would actually argue that we're moving towards like you said like 10 20 years I feel like we're moving towards a society where people who are married are married because they actually want to be mm-hmm. because like even like you know like scumbags who like you know are in and out of like every woman's room you know every week or every day or something like that they don't want to get married because they know that they're not you know the, the, the married person type, they're not the type of person to make the commitment. Maybe they're scared to make the commitment, whatever, but like they're, they know that, like, because like way back in the day, like you had to justify being sexually active by being married, like even for a man. Like a man could be married to one woman and if he wanted to sleep around, like, you know, he's a man, like, you know, he can, he can go ahead and do that. But like now, like men don't have to justify being sexually active by being married, and so they don't. And so now I feel like even though that's terrible, um, we're moving towards a society where people are getting married because they actually want to be committed to a person. They actually understand like what it is. You know what I mean? And, and uh, sorry, so like, yeah, I would kind of like. Oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, just skip this. yeah I, think, I, I feel honestly the opposite. Like right. in terms of our um, people who are our age group, and I we were talking about this last time. In terms of learning how to make a relationship work or marriage and, you know, the steps, the proper step. Um, for example, like when we meet someone, let's say Tinder or whatever, we are in, in a honeymoon phase, right? So we like, oh, flirty or whatever. After a month or two of talking, we get in a relationship. And then after that, maybe a few years down the line, the guy proposed and then you get married. And then it doesn't work. 
because I feel the, the time that two individuals, they are taking time to date or to get married, no, the, the time they get married is that that's when they're learning about each other in a sense. You get it? Instead of like mm-hmm. learning and being comfortable with that person, you're not, you're not going to know fully, and we spoke yeah, about yeah, this, right? Talking. We're not going to know fully about everything about that individual, but know that their priorities, their morals, their values, and then get into a relationship for it to last, but it's just the opposite. Like we're dating in a marriage state, that's why I feel like divorce rate is super high, because we're not taking that time to be serious about the relationship. That so we're like in. people should be dating longer than they are? Intentionally. Intentionally dating. The reason I ask is because um, my husband and I, so weird. I've only been married a month, let me be clear. So yeah. saying my husband yeah. so, so weird. Throw that right to the camera. Oh, that right like, to the camera. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So anyway, the reason I ask is because my husband and I, we dated for a year. Okay. He proposed wow. on our one year anniversary. Wow. And then wow. we got married a year and 13 days later. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh. So we've been together for two years. Oh. But... Even from, I can remember, actually very specifically, I can remember on Canada Day when we first started dating, so that would have been 2016, we were walking towards the fireworks and I remember us talking, we'd been together at that point for two months. Mm. We both had said, because people from my subgroup, like you said, I'm a Christian, people get married fast, like really fast. (laughs) If you, (laughs) so so people start to ask questions really early. When you start dating someone, Two months, but yeah. so I, I remember talking to him and looking at my now husband and saying, "Man, like I don't know. People keep asking me this, but I think that the way we're we should do it is we will date until we know for sure that we're not going to get married." Well, that's that's so, a really early time to have that conversation. But it's not. But like, see, I think because we were talking about intentionally dating, mm-hmm. yeah. neither of us. We're gonna get into a dating relationship just for the fun of it. So from the get go, yeah. the idea is yeah. I am looking to see if you're going to be the person that I that I choose for the rest of my yeah. life. Not just like fall in love with or anything yeah. like that, but I the person that I choose mm. for the rest of my life yeah. to serve God with. Mm. That's the whole idea. So then there's this like deeper commitment. It's yeah. not just like a commitment to this other person, but it's a commitment to God. Yeah. You know? And so from the get go, that's where we're coming in. I mean. Also, I feel like, I guess I think I'm older because I grew up in a Christian community where people got married at 22 and I'm 26. Yeah. So I'm 26. He's 28. We were, when we were starting out, we were like, all our, like, we have a whole batch of friends who'd already been married. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, well, we're going to see if we are the right people for each other that we have enough that we feel like, yeah, we can make a marriage work that we will, again, serve God together. Yeah. Um, so that didn't actually put any pressure on the relationship. Okay. That's, right? Because yeah. it was like, if, if we, we aren't the right people for each other, we can go our separate ways, and that's okay. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what we said. Yeah. You know, like, when we discover, either we will discover, yeah, this is who I'm going to marry, or we discover, no, it's not who I'm going to marry. And at that point, we've, we've created a space where we can make the decision to part ways or continue. Mm-hmm. We got married. You guys are like, what I obviously want to um, be doing as well in terms of intentionally date someone. Not for the, you know, the butterflies in your stomach, the whatever intimacy, no. You know, you make that commitment, it's like, okay, if it's gonna work out, it's gonna work out, if not, then yeah. it is. And like, it is that, I honestly believe this, it is that you make a choice. Exactly. Like you're not gonna yeah. find, can I just, you're never gonna find a perfect person. Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. not perfect, That's right? Yeah, yeah. Like we're not, yeah. like, you're, like you're, you're, if you're I mean, I'm not saying we're not great. No. You're not going to find, like, if you're not a perfect person and you're looking for a perfect person, you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, Like, your soulmate is who you choose it to be. Yeah, like, so there are some religious writers, there's a religious writer in particular, he said, um, the one is the person who's on the marriage certificate. Like, because you choose that person every day once you marry them. Yeah, exactly. It's just, and, and, and I think that's maybe why 
we also have a high divorce rate because we expect marriage to be all these things. And I mean, like, please don't take me as an expert. I'm one month in. I'm yeah. not an expert. <laughs> Asterisk. Yeah, not no, an expert. I, I really wanted your perspective because you're, you're really married. Yeah. So. That's a funny message to get. You're the, you're the only young I was like, am I the only married one? He goes, yeah, you're the only young black person I know that's married. said that he never looked at all the positive things he always looked at you see their flaws and then if you are okay with those flaws not for the first month not for the first year but for the rest of your life mm -hmm. then that would be someone you could be with because I think a lot of times when you are in the honeymoon phase yeah. Yeah. let's say somebody laughs a certain way and it really yeah. bothers you <laughs> it's the little things that are gonna bother you when he's like it gets very heightened when you're married and so when you live together <laughs> But, but I think I think I think one thing yeah. The flags are always okay. made clear very early in yeah. the beginning. So whatever you're choosing people, at least from my friends, I don't date. Yeah. Disclaimer. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. But I just know from observing other relationships, it's that whenever we're talking about intentional dating, it's often because they're not too sure about what kind of relationship that they want. Mm -hmm. How do you define it for yourself? Mm -hmm. You know, because for some people, it's like you want to you want to have a partner, but without the you know the legal bounds to it, you know, because then you bring in the whole prenup situation, you're talking about kids, families, and let's say if you're in an interracial relationship, you're talking about cultures, the children, they're going to be biracial, where they're going to be staying, are we going to be spending in Canada, are we going to be spending in Ghana, in Kenya, where are we going to be? Girl. Which languages are we going to be speaking, right? Because then you're talking about a whole partnership, which is a lot more than just you, mm -hmm. right? Yep. It, it's because you're basically marrying a whole different family, a whole different culture, a whole different nationality. Preach that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm married to a white man. <laughs> so, preach it. <laughs> quite a terrifying thing. Um, I would not want to get into that. I'm not drawn to the idea of it, or at least the whole idea of being bound to someone. I can understand it's like a very beautiful thing to most of you. Um, and it does sound beautiful, you know, to have this union with somebody else, but at the same time I also feel that from what I've observed with my friends is there's this compromise of the self. Mm -hmm. um, but at least that rom romance as we know it, intimacy can be so confining and so toxic why it's always like I'm giving so much to that person but they're not servicing me and I'm just like are you really truly being selfless then do you really love that person or is it just like you want someone to make you feel good mm -hmm. you know, for the rest of your life and I also don't believe that you can have only one connection with one person mm -hmm. I mean come on look at how many friends we have we're all making connections right here right mm -hmm. so does that mean that once you get married you cannot have a similar kind of partnership with friends yeah. or you know platonic relationships of an equal intimate level so yeah that's my thought yeah um i kind of agree with lillian like i personally i would love to be married and i like the idea of marriage but at the same time like why i would prolong it now is because like i feel like I'm crazy, I'm like doing all these like things and I want to focus on me. It's not that I think that if I get married, I have to be tied down. It's just like, am I gonna be able to find someone who's gonna be okay with, like, okay, Dolphina's gonna do this, that's it, that's it. And it's just like, I'm sorry, it's not that I don't want to give myself to you, it's just that I'm still focusing on building me. And even now, like, I don't know how like a lot of people view relationships. I, that I think that's like an intersectional, very cultural kind of touchy mm -hmm. subject area. But I've seen many guys just say, I want to get married, but like, it's just going to be, my wife is going to be catering this to me, catering this to me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if I can even find anyone who's just like, going to be as driven as I feel like I am presently now. Because like, what I see is just like the maturity level comes so much lower than I would like it to be. And I'm very picky, clearly. So, but um, yeah, I, I don't think that even kids, just this generation, like I, among my group of friends, like I think they're more focused on themselves. And if they think of marriage, I don't think they find it in the aspect of, I want to be in love with this person. I feel like it's more they want to be secure with like 
the ideal look of life. Mm-hmm. I want a house, I want a wife, I want kids, I want this because this is the, the mm-hmm. you know, society's ideal. Mm-hmm. So, but for me, it's just, I wouldn't mind putting it off yeah. for as long as my eggs are still alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that, that, that's an interesting idea that I want to, I wanna, like, touch on more because I, I think that people get caught up in this ideal that they build in their minds of mm-hmm. this is what I want it to look like, this yeah. is the person I'm looking for. I feel like that's a very like cultural thing too. Yeah, yeah but, like, but, but because, tell you, you know you need to find this soon. Yeah. Yeah. And then soon. if you kind don't marry someone, something's wrong with you. Yeah. 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 No, no, but, like you're very pretty, but what are you doing? Like do yeah. you not care? Are you scaring the guys away? It's just like something well. No, but, yeah, but always that's the worst one where it's like, oh she's so pretty, but why are you but the thing about that too is that I, I don't think people realize that even after, in my view, even after you get married, that like, that work doesn't stop. Life continues. It still it still goes yeah. like like it's never gonna be oh this is perfect and we're gonna get into it and it's gonna be perfect till we die. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't stop. Like the growth still happens even as you, you get into it. So I'm just I'm just really trying to get at the core of why do we feel that. Um, why? Where is that fear coming from? Like, why? Why do we feel that we're hesitant? Because you know, go ahead. Well, I think this, like it's relevant to one of the questions you asked before when you said how many people agree with dating to uh, dating to marry, and mm-hmm. I went like this because I think that um, especially in North America, it's relevant to the season of life that you're at. You know, mm-hmm. if someone is 16 and dating, dating to marry, probably not. If somebody's 27, dating, better chance. Yeah. And I, yeah. that's really relevant to your 20s. You know, because there's I've dated in relationships where I wasn't necessarily thinking like, oh, is this my person? You know, and I know a lot of like parents give different advice. You know, even with my own family, there's been different advice where um, one might say like, yeah, like I think dating is a good idea. Like you should just date to like learn about yourself in relation to someone else. Like get to know dating to learn about yourself. Like some a lot of adults will say that. Others will say no, like only date for your spouse. So I think there's like varied perspectives on that. Now uh, there's this. Uh, I, I love. Um, Ben, I think it's Ben and Leibusher, he said, uh, choice, like, choice is powerful in the midst of options. And it's like a very generic statement, but I just always liked it because he was talking about how our generation is like, we live in a generation with op- more options than ever before. And yeah. that's, it's not the paradox like, of choice. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, so he, he said, we, with more options than ever before, choice is powerful in the midst of options, not mm-hmm. that you only have one option. Yeah. Right? And so I think as most, I feel, most North American millennials have experienced uh, like choice paralysis, right? Even after you graduate high school, what are you doing with your life? Well, I could be a doctor, I could move to Haiti and do this, I could do this, like you could, the world is literally your oyster for the most part. Like you you have, if you have opportunity and maybe some privilege, whatever the things that are given to you, for most, a lot of North American millennials in many, many ways, uh, the world is your oyster. So when you, I've experienced, there's so many choices in life, whether it's for a career or a school or whatever it is, it can be kind of paralyzing. And so I think that relates to uh, marriage choices and, and dating overalls, because we want to make sure we're choosing the best thing. I don't choose the best person for me, like that's, you know what I mean? I think that's how we kind of operate it. And, and do you think that ability to choose stops when you do get married? Like you, you, lose, you lose sort of those options, like in terms of what you want to do? Or, no, no. So I want to differentiate between, what I'm talking about is I think that people, I think that we are scared to choose the wrong person. Okay. Like not even yeah. our growth, yeah. you know? And so um, I'm in a wonderful relationship with a man named Zachary Abrahamson. Um, <laughs> okay, tell us about it. Now, is that something that I, I might just be annoyed by later, or do I 
want to be more like that thing. And so I feel like that, like these sort of questions yeah. where we can start asking ourselves, like, okay, these differences in people, like, anyway, this is not marriage advice, I'm not married. But like these things that I've been learning because I think I'm a participant as North American millennials where I'm, it's scary, like, to choose the wrong person and to be chosen as the wrong woman. And like, I think as women, like, when I can't remember which one of you was talking about, like, so scary saying all these things on camera. Talking um, <laughs> about like yeah, like when your choices stop. And I think like something that was and like we'll you know we'll see what happens back then. But like we both are very attached. We really like each other. And something that was so attractive to you about him in the beginning is like the way that he talked about how he wants to champion his wife. When he said that on the phone, okay. Like, so well like there are videos at our wedding of him dancing like an Ethiopian right like that's part of him going I I love you and all the things that make up you and so I want to be a part of them Mm -hmm. and then I have to be willing to do the same so there are times where it will require sacrifice for me maybe I don't get my next degree Mm -hmm. as soon as I want to because he's working on a degree right now what do what does it look like to have that interplay and I think I I, I'm I'm afraid that that as a society we keep thinking about the right person? Are we marrying the right person? And I don't know that that person actually exists, nope. right? And so I don't, I'm, I'm worried that as a society, we're setting up a false ideal and chasing a false ideal, like a moving, a moving finish line that you're never gonna cross. Instead, does this person 
can can we do this together? Can we do this life together? I think there's I think that there's a bit of a balance now though, because I think what's happening is people have women and men have better ideas of what their ideal would be. Yeah. And in a sense that is a good thing because now it's like if you choose to get married, it's not just um, you know, because your parents said you should get married. Like, it's now, okay, I want to get married because I see this, 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 and this woman, or this, this, mm-hmm. and this man, right? So it's, it's, I think that in a sense, that is a good thing. The issue, the issue becomes when um, people are choosing to, oh, I don't know what I want to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was looking at oh, you. Just take your time. I'll, I'll edit. I'll edit. I'll edit. so powerful it's like the risk of it like it's just like anything in life like if you like want this big thing that you dream of you have to like really really put yourself out there and it's gonna you know you're gonna like fall and fail a few times but like if you've made that full-on commitment okay like no matter what like i and this other person is we're going to make this work right and that's when marriage becomes a really powerful thing and i mean like you hit it right on the head like because there's so many uh, options now we have options basically to like mitigate risk so you know you know yeah, like you know if, if you could if you, you want to live with somebody but not want to marry them that's totally okay to do that and if you want to just like see someone off and off that's totally like everything is totally okay but like um you know because i've like i said like i've had an extremely fortunate family situation like i've seen just how um, powerful marriage can be, and I've seen that in contrast to you know what I see amongst my friends and stuff like that. Like that's basically the main difference for me. It's like okay, like when we hit like a a rough patch, we mm-hmm. made this commitment. Like we're yeah. not we're not mm-hmm. getting out. There's no option yeah. Yeah, to that, that's not to get out. And so that's what it, that's why it's um, even though it's it's weird. Like it's a really normalized thing, but it's also like the the, the, the riskiest thing and, and most uh, powerful thing mm-hmm. at the same time. Because of the risk factor. Okay, yes. I, I just want to get Sans because he hasn't said anything yet. Um, you, you introduce yourself to the camera first. On the spot. <laughs> just say your name. I'm Sans. Yes. Sandy is my full name. Sandy Lomakanza. I'm from South Africa. And I just wanted to get your, your perspective. First of all, like, do you, what, like, your view on marriage, and then also as like a, a man, like, on this panel, like, what do you think about this this idea of um, men becoming like supporters of their wives as well in marriage, whereas before it used to be sort of the wife would only be be the, the one who's responsible for like upholding the man. Like, what what do you think of like this this shift? Like, do you? Because um, I, I know you, like I know you, you're definitely one of the, like, you know, one of these kinds of guys who's going to be supportive and everything. So um, where do you think that came from? And um, like, do you see it becoming the trend now or do you think it's still going to be like sort of an exception in, in society? Uh, how many of you are religious? Like Christianity. How many of you are otherwise? Yeah? Okay. So my approach is biblical. My approach is biblical because you know, that's, that's what I've grown into and then out of and then found my way back into. And I believe that you know, marriage is that, that unity between two people that's more of a godly thing than a human thing. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things that go with that. Um, how marriage is seen today, at least in the negative societal spaces, Quite negative in the sense that it's, it's usually one-sided. Yeah. The guy's there put on a pedestal. The female is just a supporting role, um, and that goes wrong in many ways. You know, like I don't know how long do we have to come to Not this. Yeah. yeah um, I believe that marriage is between two people, and these are equal people coming together, mm-hmm. and these are equal people in every right, but. If if I'm married to somebody and I ask them for I'm trying to pull something here. <laughs> and the Bible says, okay, women are there, your wife is gonna be there to help you. Right? That doesn't mean she's your help or your sleep. Mm-hmm. When you ask somebody for help, you're not necessarily asking somebody who's lower than you. Mm. 
you're asking somebody who's equal or of a higher skill level at whatever it is you're asking. Mm. And if it's at life, then it's either you're equal or it doesn't really go together. So yeah. finding that equality is, is as rough as we've all described it. And I'm in a long distance relationship myself. Her name is Juliana Yasumi, and I love her. Bitch. His name is Juliana. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, oh, yeah. every, <laughs> every day, it's like, it's, it's, it's incredibly scary but beautiful in the sense that you're learning about this person that you're going to be with, that I intend to be with for the rest of my life. Wow. And it's, it's one thing to feel like I'm sacrificing myself and another thing to feel like I'm bringing my entire self to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just to summarize, how I see this union is like, it's not two people coming together and then, you know, just becoming one and then the two people fall away. It's two people coming together and being together as themselves. Because, you know, one thing that you said really, really struck me, got my hard time, is that losing yourself yeah, something about using yourself and yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. Um, I was gonna say in kind of just like based on what everyone's been saying, divorce, hesitancy, championing one another, a lot of people going not thinking how can I serve this person, yeah. how can we work together, but rather how can you serve me? Yeah. yeah. So then in terms of what you said about choosing, yeah. once you're like, Oh well I'm not getting what I want, you stop choosing that person. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. I can get it somewhere else. Yeah. And that is also part of why divorce is so high, because we yeah. don't really want it to serve, we're all yeah. just selfish not wanting to give up ourselves in order yeah. to be with someone. But it's like you're both coming together, growing together, and being religious as well. If you're both growing closer to God, you're growing closer together. Yeah, and, and that's an interesting point because I was watching a video on sort of the role that marriage has played in society and as we're moving into a time where it's not viewed as like as important, is that it's played this role of preventing um, short-term kind of impulse because... We're living now in a time where we have so much choice and so many options. And when one thing doesn't work for us, we know we can go on to the next thing. Yeah. Whereas marriage plays this, has played this role where it stops, it, it enables us to stop and really focus on growth instead of looking for this kind of short-term like um, gratification, you know? And yeah. so that's an interesting point you bring up because there's something to be said for... Um, the, the, the structure that it brings to, to our lives in terms of, okay, I, I'm able to now focus on this one person and how I'm going to grow with them throughout my life. So, yeah. yeah. I was going to, uh, uh, I guess, say something about growth. And, and you might be the last. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay, you, you'll be the last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and her husband's name. Oh, <laughs> please. Please. what you said um, I know there's like we all have heard the myth of like you know the first year of marriage is the best year and like obviously we know that's, that's a myth because we have heard you know testimonies from our parents from uncles youtubers whatever vloggers they said like you know obviously in the first year you know if you haven't lived with them it's reality it's a reality check you have to, you're learning certain things that you've never learned before um, and speaking about growth in terms of you know People, they leave marriage before, you know, setting that foundation in order for that seed, you know, to grow, in order for them to, you know, enjoy that marriage. So they, they you know, they give out, they, they check out very quickly, as opposed to persevere through it, you know, anything in life, like even the seed, biologically <laughs> speaking, you know, it has to die first, mm-hmm. you know, in order for it to grow. Yeah. So yeah, we're very, we're very quick. We don't want, we don't want, we always want the quick way. The microwave. You don't want to go exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very easy, and then if it doesn't work, then we're moving on, as opposed to taking time. Yeah. You know, yeah. and making things worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think it goes along with that. Um, so my husband's name is Ryan Getz. I know we've all been wondering. <laughs> his name is Ryan. He's yeah. wonderful. I love him very much. Uh, but something that he's said to me over and over as we were in our engagement year, because our engagement year was far harder than our year of dating. Oh, wow. Like, infinitely harder. Um, but it was good, because it prepared us to be married. Um, where things are hard, they're good, they're amazing, but you do got to work at it, exactly. And right now, I would say it's easy. We've been married a month, but I know it's going to 
you're, there's going to be give and take and stuff. But one of the things he said to me when I would worry about if we were making the right choice, this was something I, I asked, maybe there's someone better for you, I would say, or something like that. And he was like, Holly, you will likely be five different people from the person you are right now in the years to come. Yeah. Right now, I am choosing you, and I will continue to choose you, even as you become all those different people. Mm. So, like, the person that you are right now, you're probably not going to stay her. Yeah. But that's okay. and for checking us out. Uh, be sure to hope you guys like the video and you comment. We, we want to know what you think. We want you guys to join in the conversation. So uh, leave us a comment, send us an email, DM us, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. We just want to hear from you. Um, and you subscribe, you know, follow us on Facebook. It's all facebook.com slash unbox show, instagram.com slash unbox show. We don't have a custom YouTube link yet, but we'll get that. But um, yeah, and subscribe to the podcast as well. So um, yeah, thank you for watching and for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.